Tommy Show. Presented by PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org to learn about PenFed's great rates on home and auto loans, credit cards, and savings accounts. PenFed and the Tommy Show. Better together. Live from D.C., it's the Tommy Show. Broadcasting around the Beltway and beyond. Real fun. D.C. Starring Kelly Collis and Tommy McFly. Another hour of the Tommy Show starts now. And it's day 117 of work from home. Can you believe it? It feels like, you know, not even day 100. Kelly Collis, how you doing? Oh, really? Because it feels like day 100 of distance learning in this school year. And it's <laughs> only like day three. <laughs> I hope you get all A's, Kelly. If you, if you focus on your studies, you will be able to handle distance learning. I promise you. Not me. That's the problem. <laughs> but it is an exciting day because the NFL returns tonight. I don't think I've ever been so excited for football to return. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a, you know, football's not my first favorite sport. And it's not even our local team that's coming back. It's, it's the reigning Super Bowl champions. Uh, the Chiefs are playing tonight in their home stadium. And it is so awesome. It's going to be on at 8 o'clock tonight on NBC. They're playing the Texans. And, uh, Kansas City is one of the few stadiums where they're actually allowing fans to come in. So now how's that going to work? So they have, um, first off, tickets were, from what I understand, ridiculously expensive because there was such a limited amount. And, of course, they're the reigning Super Bowl champions. I can only, I saw this one fan this morning on TV who was just weeping because she was so excited that football was going to come back. And I can understand that, especially as they're like Super Bowl champions, you mm-hmm. know, since we've got our Nats that were World Series champions. Anyway, they are going to be doing... Um, it's 20% of the stadium will be full. Fans will only be allowed to be in a certain zone that they're assigned to. And that includes the restrooms, the concession stands. Um, and there are also like grab and go features where it will be contactless to be able to get food and beverages. But on top of that, they also will be allowed to tailgate. Uh, all sorts of restrictions around that as well as far as social distancing, stuff that we're kind of used to. But I wonder how this is going to work. I'm all for the like being able to go into the stands in a limited capacity if it's an outdoor venue, because technically that's the same as going to like a streetery or outdoor to have, you know, as long as you're like in your section and you do your thing and they rope it off or whatever. That's kind of cool. I think that's sort of innovative. I don't think we should be letting people tailgate. Maybe just (laughs) me. I don't know that there's any nutritional value to tailgating. And that is not true. That is that is absolutely not true. Hot dog and pickles with a beer is nutritional. Well, I, I meant like figuratively nutritional, right? Like there's no reason you need to get there four hours early. Even if you're in your own parking space or you have your own section, get all hopped up and boozed up and then go in and sit in your in your area. In your, in your pod. Yeah. It's tradition. I, I don't know. Hopefully it will go well. I, I, I'm kind of excited about it because I, I'm still hanging on to the hope that maybe I might be able to claw my way into a Nats game this season. So this is that's why it's giving me hope. I wouldn't count on it, but it's like it's like twelve thousand people. You said or twenty thousand people? Twenty percent full. 20%. I don't. Yeah, twenty percent full. So it's. I mean, there's going to be a fair bit of social distancing, but you're right. Like it's kind of like going to a restaurant. You just got to kind of stay in your area. Mm-hmm. I'm all up for that. Masks on. Do the thing. Yep. Hopefully it'll go well there, and then we'll we'll see how it how it goes beyond that. The Redskins uh, are playing on Sunday at home, and they will not be having. I'm sorry, not the Redskins. I'm still getting used to this. 
Washington football Ooh. team. You know what? I, I just a quick side note. I, I Julie Donaldson had a kickoff luncheon virtually. Uh, of course, she is now kind of the spokesperson and and face uh, for the Redskins communications team. And she said, "You know what? We're all going to fumble over mm-hmm. saying the team's name. It's a legacy that we have here in D.C. It's okay. It's acceptable. Don't worry about it. But we are the Washington football team. Yes. So." The Washington football team plays on Sunday against the Eagles, um, but that's not actually the big headline, is it? No, um, but I will say, side note, though, um, normally the Washington football team stadium, they've been operating at 20% capacity for like three seasons, so they're totally ready for social distancing. Low-hanging fruit, Tommy. <laughs> but I, I'll be here all week. Yeah, so Washingtonian Magazine has this story out that Dan Snyder could actually lose ownership of the team. Now, the uh, author is quoting uh, stories from the New York Times, a reporter who wrote a book about football and a book about the Washington football team. And they're saying that inside the ownership structure that they could actually force, basically force a vote and that the commissioner Goodell has a huge sway in this. But even if they don't vote him out per se, they can still punish him with all kinds of penalties that would basically render him unable to, to run the team. Where like the league would would step in on more, on on more of a macro level, a macro level, yeah, and just be like, <laughs> you can't do that, you can't do that, you can't do that. Well, yeah, of course they're waiting to find out the 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 findings of the investigation that the NFL has kind of taken over. So, mm-hmm. well, you know, maybe that will come out the day before election day. Why not spice it up a little bit? <laughs> yeah, you know, I feel like that'll be before then. <laughs> Or maybe after then. Who knows? Uh, want to say hi to Ron Fox this morning for getting involved. Want to say hey to Doug for getting involved. Thank you, Kimberly, for being here this morning. Uh, if you're watching and you're getting involved, just like type hey, type hey in the comments or reply to the tweet and just be like, hey, what's up? Or if you're listening for the first time on the open mic button, love to hear from you. Push that button, record a message, and let us know what's on your mind. Uh, we're also just seeing these crazy images from the other side of the country, the wildfires that are sweeping through California and through Oregon and through Washington State. Kelly, your friend is in the middle of it, right? Yeah, my one of my best friends lives in Fresno, and they have a really um, terrible fire. I mean, they're all terrible. I don't know how you justify it, but she's saying she's got three kids that are already doing distance learning, and they can't go outside because the dust is just everywhere and you just don't want to inhale it it's just really um hurting so that whole west coast side of the country is just from you know, washington state on down it's crazy um but we're seeing some really startling images coming from you know major areas the oakland a's uh, uh put on their twitter their stadium which of course is right outside of san francisco there's there's my friend's car from being left out for five minutes it covered in dust and then the photos coming out of san francisco you know, not being able to see the Golden Gate Bridge in this haze, it almost looks like they live on another planet. It is just really startling. The video that we saw, if you're watching the live feed, that was at 10 a.m. at the Golden Gate Bridge. It pitch, looks like, like it would be dusk. Yeah, it looks yeah. like the basically like the, you know, a scene from a superhero movie when like something comes from outer space and then Robert Downey Jr.'s got to whoop some butt. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of um, when... Um, Matt Damon got caught in that windstorm in the Martian. It does look that way a little bit, yeah. It's yeah. just like a red dust, and you can't really see well. I mean, not that, you know, it just that's what, how striking it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And thinking about all the folks who are who are stuck in it, and, and hopefully your friend is all right in Fresno. It seems like Fresno right now is not in the in the in the immediate danger zone, but there's yeah. I mean, there's there's one she can see from her home. Oh, never mind. 
Also, I realized today as I was looking for those camera images, I have no idea how California works because it just like wraps around and there's so much of it. <laughs> so had to learn where things are. San Francisco, more south than I thought it was. A little geography lesson. A little geography <laughs> lesson. Hey, let's talk about how amazing dogs are. What do you say? Yes. Uh, my dad always says we are just beginning to unlock what dogs can do. And we know we love our dogs, Tommy and I do, and so many other people do. But uh, yesterday, I saw this on my royal feed. Um, Camilla Parker Bowles, uh, Prince Charles's wife, of course, did a visit to um, their version of sort of like these therapy dogs, these medical dogs up in the UK, and just one of her charity visits. But it's so incredible. We're going to show the tweet and the photo of her uh, looking at one of these yellow labs. Medical detection dogs in the UK are training dogs today that can smell out COVID. That's incredible. I don't even know That's how incredible. you even do that. Um, but, you know, we've heard about dogs that can, like, detect a seizure or there's these amazing dogs that can help autistic kids come out of their shell. I mean, then you think about COVID. I mean, how incredible. And so they're saying that. It's completely doable. They think that they can have a fleet of dogs in airports and stadiums and other areas where there's lots of people to help kind of keep everybody safe. We do not deserve dogs. No, we don't. They're just incredible. And then you got like your dog or my dog, you throw the ball and they're like, what do you want me to do with that? And I'm like, there are dogs sniffing out COVID. Get involved. All right. <laughs> Try harder. You are gonna you're gonna lose the talent portion of this pageant, my friend. <laughs> Let's keep it going. <laughs> I know, but they make us happy. True that. Uh, hey, we want to talk about distance learning and how Kelly is navigating it, or or maybe not navigating it. And uh, we're gonna hear from one of our peeps in the Tommy Show family. Seska's figuring it out too, and we're all trying to. Well, I'm not trying to because I don't have kids, but I will let you two commiserate and see how it goes. Also, I want to say a big welcome to a brand new partner of ours, Act on Addiction with Anova Health and the Jonah Russell Hit Foundation. They are working hard uh, with September being Addiction Awareness Month. We're going to get into that conversation all about distance learning and how you're navigating coming up in 60 seconds. In our community, 65% of adults know someone who struggles with addiction. One in three adults in Northern Virginia know someone who has had a harder time dealing with their addiction due to the stress and uncertainty caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. Despite this, more than half of all adults in our community do not know how to help someone with an addiction or what resources are available to them during COVID-19. It's time to act on addiction now. You can help combat the stigma around addiction and support those struggling by learning the facts and joining the conversation to fuel awareness throughout Northern Virginia. If you are a friend, caretaker, or parent of someone with a substance abuse disorder, there are many ways you can help. Visit actonaddictionnow.org to learn more, find resources, and join the important community conversation. A really important topic, and we'll be talking about that more throughout the month of September here on the show and on our social platforms. Kelly, how's it going? You're on day 711, you said, of distance learning? Well, technically day three of the 2021 school year. <laughs> you already sound beaten down by it. Um, I, I don't know why it's been so challenging, because I really didn't think it would be with teenagers. They can kind of like, you know, get up on their own and get started. It's just, it's, it's 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 everything um my daughter doesn't have a proper chair it's tech support 
you know, the computer's not working, where's the charger, the internet not working in this part of the house, I'm missing my class, I'm running from class to class, I don't have time to eat lunch, and then they come down to eat lunch like locusts and like leave like <laughs> stuff everywhere in the kitchen, and I'm like, well, guys, you have to clean up after yourselves. Well, we don't have time, we gotta go to the next class. And then at the end of the day, they're like little zombies because they're like eyeballs have been burnt because they've been on Zoom calls all day and they have headaches and they're just not able to function as human beings at the dinner table. And, and then, you know, like, it just, it's like I get off of doing my work and it's like another set of issues that we have to deal with that we're not used to dealing with. And it's been really hard. And again, it's day three and I feel like I've somehow I've failed because I'm usually much more prepared than this as a parent. Maybe you're not alone. I want to bring in Seska who uh, I was like, hey, who on the internet has been dealing with this? And she's like, I have, I have. Hey, Seska, how's it going? Hey, it's going. <laughs> <laughs> How's your experience been? Is it like Kelly's? Because Kelly sounds kind of apocalyptic about the whole thing. You know, it hasn't been as bad as that. And that may be because my daughter is just starting fourth grade. And this was her second run at the whole online deal when they started at the end of, I guess it was March. She took right off with the online platform that they used. I mean, she was making videos. She made commercials. She was creating music. She was using all these new programs. And my Does husband, she want a job? Is she busy? You <laughs> know, weekends I, and nights? <laughs> <laughs> she could probably really help you out. <laughs> but, like, right now, her schedule's totally different for this school year. I mean, she's got, like, morning meeting at 830. Then they're live on a Zoom. Then they have a break. Then they're back on the Zoom. Then they're doing a class. Then they do a lesson. And I think they, they have what's called like asynchronous learning, where some of the lessons are pre-recorded and they work at their own pace. But then some of the lessons are live Zoom. Like her art yesterday was live. Her Spanish yesterday was live. And she's just, she rolls right with the flow. But what's funny is like, I moved into the kitchen just now because she's on live. And I'm like, oh, I got a call to take. So <laughs> I moved this computer to the kitchen. But normally we're sitting like, back to back she's on one side with her headphones i'm on one side with my headphones doing my government work and she's doing her school work and we're like wait are you on the call okay i'll move no you move i'll move, move, you move. so we, we work it out but it's kind of nice you know lean back i'm like what did that kid say in your class and she's like what did your coworker just say so it's kind of headphones save lives I yes, I agree. And, and everyone that was an expense that we're like, everyone's getting headphones because there's no way with my husband and I working and the two kids, anyone's getting anything done. I don't care how big your house is. Exactly. Exactly. It's, well, you seem very um, optimistic. Like I, I, I want to talk yeah. to you in a couple of weeks, not that I'm a Debbie Downer, but you seem very positive, <laughs> optimistic. Your daughter seems very pliable and just like fitting right in. So that's awesome. Um, but I'm also reading that um, a lot of parents are losing their support system, too, whether it's, you know, they're used to going on campus and talking to the teachers and the other parents being like, hey, have you heard this or what's going on, you know, with this class or this teacher. And and also parents are not able to kind of like socialize with whoever it is like they've lost that support system to kind of be like oh my gosh today was just so draining like with this and that and work and my kids um that it's actually taking a really hard toll it's actually a study that came out um from the psychological association so parents we got to take care of ourselves too i don't know how but i'll let you know when i figure it out <laughs> it is hard some of the parents have created a facebook group to kind of give each other support that way, but it is different. We normally have had, every year that she's been in the school, there's always been like a 
kindergarten parent meet or, or we met at um i think it's called town hall or city hall like for, on wisconsin avenue not far from the cathedral oh yeah town hall. on there and everyone you like to have drinks and commiserate and talk about everything um and this one is pretty interesting because this year like my husband is actually chaplain at her school so he's in the school sometimes and he's home sometimes so it's it's like trying to balance, okay, well, when are you going to be there? Or when she's going to be here? Because we need someone with her. Because we're both, like, in therapy for various things. Yes. So, <laughs> Good for you. Important, too. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, but we can't take her with us. So sure. trying to work out that schedule, like, are you in the school? Are you home? Are you in school? Are you home? It's, it's hard. But, you know, I, I have learned after this last year, because, like, as you know, I one year ago, it was in July, I had a double mastectomy. I'm still recovering from all that. I'm still going through that, but I will say trying to stay as positive as possible is key. That and trying out new liquors, mm-hmm, that's <laughs> great. Well, what have you found on your back-to-school liquor list? <laughs> Electra Sweet Red is now my favorite. What is that? That, 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 that sounds like oh. a, a very adult thing. Now, see, I, I, I'm what you call, like, a lightweight, like I really don't like wine if it's higher than like six percent alcohol. I need it to be really sweet. My sister calls it adult grape juice, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but Electra Sweet Red is awesome. And the other day, I found a tiramisu liqueur, and I added it to my chai tea latte. Oh, <laughs> that was amazing! That I recommend every night before bed, along wow. with the stretches, a little, just a little nip. You know, huh. tea is wonderful. <laughs> that helps. I like it. There you go. I love that. Seska, uh, thank you for joining us. And um, I appreciate you just being a warrior and sharing your story and also um, your health journey, too. We love you so much, and we're glad you're with us. We love you all. Have Take a great care. rest of your morning. Thanks, you too. See ya. Isn't it funny, Cal, everyone, like, waves goodbye. And, like, bye. I like, know. Like, I room wave. Bye. Thanks That's for what getting you involved. do if you're in person. Oh, back when people were in person. I remember those days. Mm-hmm. Hey, Pharrell Williams is trying to save the planet. So he uh, has a brand new... Well, first of all, Pharrell Williams, Virginia's own. He's got his music. He's got movies. He's got acting. He's got food. He's got all the things. He's got fashion. And now he's got culinary wear. So these are plastic silverware called outerwear. Mm-hmm. that he wants you to, you know, get, use, take your own silverware with you wherever you go. Kind of helps to knock down the potential exposure to COVID. Seems like a great idea. Yeah, even, I like it. I mean, even, it's, it's cute. Even cooler. It's being made in uh, Germany and the UK, designed there and manufactured over there, with the material from CD cases. Oh. So now, look at that. So where can I, do you know where I can recycle? Because I actually do have a giant bin full of CDs that I've been holding on to, and now I'm just kind of over it. Then COVID's like, I'm like, okay, thanks for the memories. Where can I dump you? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure exactly where. Maybe you deliver them to like Pharrell Williams, 123 Main Street, Norfolk, Virginia. It's unsure. Hey, little fox, I'm going to bring you in here, little fox. Can you uh, use the Google magic and try to figure out where Pharrell wants you to send CD cases if he's collecting them so Kelly will finally know what to do with her Cheryl Crow collection? Cheryl Crow. Yes. I'll keep the Madonna ones, but it's like random. I don't even know. I'll have to bring it out for show and tell one day. She's been wondering what to do with her seal kiss from a rose case. She needs to get that that onto a good home. Thank you, Lil Fox. 
You're not wrong about that one. No. That was a terrible Batman movie. Anyway, the uh, UPS and Amazon crews are hiring a bunch of holiday workers, and they would like you to get involved. So UPS said, besides what can Brown do for you, they said that they're going to be hiring 100,000 workers this season because they're expecting so many packages between October through January of this year. So for those who like lost work during the pandemic, they're looking for it to be across the country. And also Amazon is going to be bringing on about 30,000 employees. Same thing. They're just expecting just a huge, huge, huge uh, boost in people just ordering online, shipping. It's not all delivery jobs, a lot of fulfillment center stuff. But um, if you or someone you know or someone you love has lost their job um, and you're looking for something to just get through even for the holiday season, that's an option out there. I I, um, I used to know, I don't know, I mean, I know he still does it, but I don't hang out with him anymore, but he, I know a lobbyist that was um, worked for UPS, and um, part of what UPS does is that they take sort of their white-collar executives, and they have to do a six-week stint delivering packages, so they truly understand what the those guys are going through, guys and girls are going through. Um, he said he lost... 55 pounds. What? <laughs> because he's used to sitting in an office and walking, you know, to maybe the Senate building or to the Capitol or the House buildings. And now he's delivering packages for six weeks in and out and in the heat, in the cold, you know, picking up heavy things. It's, I mean, it's, you'll get your steps in for sure. That is big. That's the best workout thing ever. <laughs> so it's, well, it's a total lifestyle change, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to like get too personal, but was he, 700 pounds? Like, how do you drop that much weight that um, quickly? I mean, he, I mean, kind of had like the dad bod going, but like, <laughs> um, but wow. it, I mean, it just shows you how much those guys are like, so if you look for those jobs to do the delivery, like, you know, they're going to yeah. get your workout in. I mean, yeah. imagine like the big heavy boxes and the steps that you have to take to go up and down and into apartment buildings and homes and all the things. That's true. That's true. Yeah, the men and women who do that, like they, yeah, they are all like pretty in good shape. <laughs> yeah, so they don't you, have they don't have to work out for sure. Get a job, and you can cancel a gym membership. Look at that. Check it out. Um, we're gonna put a link to that in the comments below. Um, also coming up, Mars, Mars, Mars is in retrograde. What that means for you, your love life, your social life, your general sanity. What you're shaking your head? No. What? What? You don't believe it? No, I just, I can't, I can't, like, really, just just put the cherry on top on 2020. <laughs> it's a, diff, a little different than Mercury in retrograde, plus, um, there's a restaurant slash bar in Virginia that is um, having live DJs perform without the DJs being live at their place. We'll get into that, plus, little Fox, oh my gosh, our lone little Fox, she's a regular Pablo Picasso, we'll do all that next. 